Life, purpose, truth. Every day we ask ourselves the meaning of these words. To a lot, they are separate, but in reality they are one and the same. In this journey of life, we are in search of purpose and truth, but all we really need is Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. My name is Gabriela Undweche. Welcome to Truth. Welcome to MF. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Emmet. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad that you are here. Um, oof, I don't even know what to say, but I'm excited about today's episode because by the title, you will tell that this is a very interesting topic. But before I dive in, I want to say a very big thank you to those who have subscribed those who have um who have been following the podcast page on instagram who have been commenting who have been sending in their reviews i'm so glad even their prayers too i'm so so glad and thankful to you all for the support and love so far i'm really grateful god bless you all and if you are not in this category Please, what are you waiting for? Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Share the podcast with your friends, your families, your enemies, with your ex, with that um, man that always calls you his wife, but he does not even know your name, you don't know his name, that your crush, that you are not bold enough to walk up to and tell her how you feel. You know, share this podcast. Who knows? Who knows? This could, you know spark something between you guys you could also reconcile your broken friendship who knows you know but yeah please subscribe to my podcast follow us on instagram engage with us it's really important that you do that so that the um, the algorithm can push our content more to people if you're familiar with instagram algorithm you will know that any post you um any um content you post they would share it with your um, close circle then the engagement from your close circle will determine if the content is being pushed to more people okay so please please when you see my content on IG like it share it that way Instagram will see that okay these people have um, this page has more people backing it or better push the content to more people do you understand so please i beg of you follow us on instagram like our post share subscribe rate the podcast on spotify if you use spotify to listen rate it it's really really important that you do that i'm not making money from this so please so that it can reach more people this is like a form of evangelism to people so please i beg of you i beg of you <laughs> please 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 and may god bless you as you share thank you so now into today's um topic into today's episode saved not soft first of all this name i had a conflict speaking this name it was supposed to be saved not stupid but i was like ah more i don't know 
shape do not soft sounds a lot more you know bougie sounds more interesting that's why i went for it and this is the name of someone's podcast she's actually a christian um what's her name again she's an american um forgotten her name name of her podcast is saved not soft and she drops really nice content she really drops bombshells like she's just she's a woman of god <laughs> so you can check out her podcast if you want but yeah today's topic is saved not soft and um this was not a planned episode to be honest i didn't plan to you know do anything concerning saved not soft like so it's not even this is not on my list of topics for season two i was just doing chores one morning and a lot of these things started coming to me um conversations i've been having with a friend of mine friends of mine actually just you know, were pouring in and they brought up this whole saves not soft episode so yeah first of all when we become believers it is very um sad to see us cower at every given opportunity now let me explain myself um how do i put this when we become saved it is not an avenue for us to start acting afraid or start um being cowards that is what i'm trying to say i see most of the time a lot of believers and this is something i have done before and i see a lot of believers who would um how do i explain this when they are faced with oppositions they are faced with um um rejection or arguments they tend to cower they tend to run away from it with the whole idea of um i don't want to fight i'm a christian you know we're supposed to live at peace with all men show love yada 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 you know that kind of you know thing and now uh, there's nothing wrong with um um living in peace with all men with loving your neighbor there's nothing wrong with that but when it comes to defending our faith we tend to we tend to run away from opportunities like that we always have an excuse for not you know promoting our faith it's beautiful to see now that a lot of young christians are rising up and professing their faith boldly but there are still a lot of christians who do not do that and it's sad it is very 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 sad the Bible says that the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of courage. So it is, if, if you have the Holy Spirit within you, why are you afraid to profess your faith? Why are you afraid to stand firm for what you believe? We are supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. That is what we were told to do. That is our mantra. You are living in the world, but you are not of the world. Do you understand? So, it is very sad to see a lot of believers live in the world and be of the world. We tend to um what's the English? Um we have gotten so used to um um 
what's the English? I'm trying to remember the word. We have gotten so used to being lukewarm. We have gotten so used to um, profanity. It is, it is sad. It is sad to see. For example, um, in the um, context of dressing, I see a lot of Christians argue. Argue. Like there's a lot of division in the body of Christ concerning how Christians should dress. And when I say how Christians should dress, I'm talking about women. Because it's like there's no calendar on modesty or there's no chart of modesty for men. That is something that I will address in a, in a separate episode because I don't get how they'll be attacking women dress modestly, but they don't attack men to dress modestly. It's, it's annoying. Like it, it provokes me when an elderly woman will come and meet me and say, oh, where the drag your skirt down is too short. But a guy walked in with a ripped jeans, I can see his skin. He's sagging, showing us his dirty boxer and you can't go and meet him and tell him to pull up the trouser. But it's my skirt that you're looking at. But that that's that's not for today. I'm just going to touch on different different sections too explain my whole um explain what i'm talking about entirely so modesty is one of the things i want to talk about there's a division in the body of christ concerning how women should dress you see um believers i mean i'm going to use nigeria i'm not even going to talk about people outside nigeria nigerians you would see someone who will be scrolling through instagram and you will get to a person's page and you know Okay, let me use myself as an example. So I was going scrolling through Instagram and I saw a post. Now this girl is a Christian, <coughs> excuse me, and in that post she posted um something about um, modesty, how you should cover up for your future husband and stuff like that. That was like the summary of the real. It was a real. She didn't really write much in her caption. No, she didn't write much. It was the real that was the entire you know post basically about modesty now what that lady wore in the video was a fitted long gown that did not have hand like it was like a breast tube kind of gown long snug she looked nice you know now <laughs> a lot of people would say oh there's nothing wrong with what she wore but there's something wrong, you know. Her post was saying how we should cover skin, but the video she used, she was showing skin. And some of some people are going to say, "Oh, I, I, there's nothing wrong with her showing her arms. There's nothing wrong with that." Now that's the issue. We don't even know what modesty is to start with. That is even like that is the, what that's what is that is exactly what I'm talking about. We don't even know what modesty is. There's always an argument. Should women wear trousers or not? Should women show their arms or not? Like, there's, there's just, like... We would go online and we would see a Christian, quote, a Christian, showing cleavage. Like, you can literally see her bust everywhere. And the caption reads, light of the world, or she quotes a particular scripture and stuff like that. 
and we're like, oh, she's so she looks really nice. Mm -hmm. We have normalized it, like we have normalized indecency. We don't even know what decent is. I can remember when I was very young, I think in the early 2000s, let's say 2005, 6, I was probably five um five years old 2006 i was five 2006 and i remember if you have listened to my previous episodes episode two and three you would know my life story by now those are my those two episodes are my testimony how i became born again so i gave you two information about my life so if you had listened to that episode you will know that I grew up going to the Catholic Church. My dad is Anglican, my mom is Catholic, but I went to the Catholic Church a lot. So we stayed in Lagos, and the Catholic Church in Lagos, they had a dressing code, okay? And women don't wear sleeveless. Your breast, nobody wants to see it. Don't walk in. Nobody, they won't allow you to pass the gates to a class of every entering church for mass. They will chase you away. Literally, they will chase you away. So I'm not even capping. I saw grown-up women being chased. Women, not girls. Women that had children being chased for their bra hand showing, for their cleavage coming out. I saw guys, some men, being chased away for wearing rocket jeans, for having dada, dread. I saw these things with my eye. Okay. But now, you know, when it back then, when a girl would be walking past with rugged jeans, you would think she's mad. Like, if you can remember, you would know that even the, the, the indecency back then, for Christians, like, there was, there was a level at which Christians upheld modesty back then in the early 2000s well even way back than that and like it would not make sense that a girl would come out wearing clothes that you know like the dish the, the um maybe she wore a push-up bra and it would pump up her breast and you could just see the top of her breast it was considered like she would be considered a prostitute back then but now but now if you see that kind of dressing you say eh, at least she did open up her whole and that that that's 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 wrong that's wrong i mean if the world is doing that christians should not do that but i see a lot of christians do that and then when you're being corrected you now start fighting and say there's no love in the church there's no love in the church it's it's very irritating to see. Like it is very irritating to see. You don't see that happen in Islam. You don't actually. Even if they are the one there are some um I don't know what they call them. I'm going to use the word strayways. I don't know what they call them. Please if you do let me know what they are called. People that don't you know they're not devoted to Allah. Ones are not devoted of Muslims, the ones that I dress, you know casually they don't wear their whole big hijab and their whole attire and stuff like that even those ones safe they already know that, okay these are the castaways you don't see the ones that are devoted having confusion on what to wear 
Do you understand? Even the ones that wear rock edges, they will always wear something inside. You won't see their skin. But in Christianity, there's just so much confusion. You get corrected, you take offense. And then you have sin. There's no love in this church. You will not carry your bag on your Bible. I'm not coming back to this church. I'm going to another church where they will affirm me. You won't be able to be affirming your stupidity. But that that's that's by the way. Um <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. It's very, very sad to see and also annoying. We are in a generation where we need to stand firm for what we believe in. If you are for Christ, be for Christ. If you are for the devil, be for the devil. Let us know who needs deliverance. We can't be in the church and then we did bring deliverance on. I don't get it. It is ah. We're supposed to be doing evangelism to bring people into the church. You will go outside. The people that are outside will not even know the difference between you and them because you guys look alike. It's it's sad. It's very, very sad. And I honestly I don't have the authority. I'm not a pastor or anything. But I don't have the authority to, you know, make tell Christians what to do, but uh, <coughs> what we need to be serious with our faith. We need to uphold our standards as believers. There needs to be there need to be a um, difference between Christians and unbelievers. Let people know that this person is a Christian. Maybe you walk into a room, it should be known that this person is a Christian. You step into your room, everybody can tell. You don't need to speak in tongues and roll on the floor and shout Abba for 10 hours. Nobody needs to see that. Let your appearance be enough evangelism to people. Your behavior be enough evangelism to people. A lot of us have a lot of us are worse than witches. And we go to church. We call ourselves believers. We don't have love. We are so confused and so divided. It is it's it's really, 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 really sad to see. It is really, really sad to see. Even this um whole gluten um culture now. Everybody calls themselves a foodie. Kutani is a sin. It's in the Bible. Look for it. I won't tell you where it is. Look for it. You will see it. It's a sin. A lot of us who eat, 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 eat away our destiny. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. You will eat so much that you can't even breathe. When it's time for you to pay, I want to sleep. I'm a belly your angel will just be looking at you and be shaking his head. Be like this child, when will you grow up? A lot of us want God to give us responsibilities, but the little things, we can't just do them. How do you expect him to give you big, big things to do if you are failing at the little things? It's it's sad. It is sad. Some of us are doing body positivity. Let's leave us with our body. <sighs> God. 
I don't have a problem when unbelievers do that. I really don't care, you know. But when I see Christians making comments like, oh, body positivity, um, don't, don't, don't body shame people. How can you tell someone that is over a hundred pounds body positivity? This person can take five steps without gasping for breath. And you're affirming them. Ha! You're bad. You are very, very bad. Uh-uh. You're a wicked person. You're supposed to tell that person, you need to cut down on your weight. You're unhealthy. It is not because you are trying to body shame them. No. You are telling them the truth. And the truth hurts. It is painful. But then it is better for me to tell you the bitter truth than to use love to chase you to your grave. At the end of the day, I will be considered a wicked person because I knew the truth, but I withheld it from you. That's wickedness. If you are going to hate me for telling you to cut down on your weight because you are unhealthy, because I can see that you are heading for the grave and it is not yet your time, fine, hate me. But I'll be happy to see that you live for more than 10 years. By starting body positivity. The people that are even promoting this whole obesity thing. They have the money to go to a very good doctor. Do fat reduction surgery. And they would be fine. You that is shouting on top of your lungs. You don't have quarter of the money that these people have. So who is stupid among the two of you? Now think about it. Think about it. These people that are pushing these um, ideologies, they are not even Christians. They are not Christians. But yet, you see Christians pushing it with their full chest. When it's not time for you to do evangelism, they won't see you. When the Holy Spirit will tell you what to do, you won't do it. The Holy Spirit will caution you on what you're doing, you will not be, you, you will ignore. Later now, you'll be rolling on the floor at Lawrence Oyo's 12 hours prayer charge, asking the Holy Spirit to drop something. The one he has been dropping since, what did you use it to do? As I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself too. Because when this whole thing came to me, it, it made me ask myself some questions. It made me ask myself some questions. Have I been lukewarm about some things? Have I been like a testicle about some things? Have I been, have I been a coward concerning some things? Have I been too scared to share my faith? Have I been bold enough to look people at the face and tell them this thing you are doing is wrong? Hate me for all I care. But I will tell you the truth because I stand for truth. I can't have the Holy Spirit in me and I see a woman walking up, walking around naked, not half naked, naked. And I would be nodding my head and say, eh, at least she, she, she's wearing underwear.
it's 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 not funny at all it is not funny at all it is not funny at all the way i'm saying it is the way it is doing me i'm sorry i apologize if i sound like i'm giving you a lecture i'm nagging you or anything but truth be told we need to sit up as believers Ebuka songs um see Ebuka sings Ebuka songs I don't know hey. but our beautiful brother Ebuka who sang soldier that song is a powerful song and I know I am I can beat my chest and say if not that if not hundred percent 98% of believers have used that song to pray or have used it as reels on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. They have created reels with that thing. It has become their mantra. I'm a soldier. You are. We are actually. In this kingdom, we are soldiers. That's what you signed up. But if you know what a soldier is, you will know that you are not supposed to be weak. You are not supposed to cower supposed to stand firm waiting for the command of your general your commander whatever he says you will do wherever he needs you you will go i remember um this bible story about gideon gideon wanted to go and fight um, the enemies and I, I can't remember bible student as well anyways <laughs> Um, he was given an instruction to pick up people that would follow him for war. God wanted 300. <laughs> this guy had was thinking 3,000, like 3 million. So they went to the stream. And that was where the test began. Some were drinking water with their head inside the river. Some used their hand and we're looking up. Some were also doing other things. They were, they were not paying attention to the road. Why right? did the ones that were using their scooping the water with their hand and looking around? Those are the ones that were picked. And at the end of the day, they were just 300. And his mighty 300 men of value. Men of value. And um, that story reminds me that I remember that story and. The Holy Spirit pictured, like, put me in that scenario. Those are Christians. Those soldiers are Christians. But there are some who are on the lookout, drinking water, scooping the water from the river with their palm, and drinking it, but their eyes are on the road in case the enemy comes. By some believers, their head is inside the water. They know they see what they get. And what are they see? Why there are some that they are drinking the water with their hand. They are drinking the water with their mouths to the river, but they are not looking, they're just looking at the water. They, they are not looking around. Those are the different categories that a lot of believers are in. We are in the world, but a lot of us are off the world. We have 
affirmed the ideologies of the world and pushed aside the doctrines, the teachings of Christ, the teachings that are in the Bible. Because truth be told, the Bible is our um, handbook. It is our manual to live this life, to run this race. But a lot of us have not been looking at it. A lot of us have pushed it aside. We now allow influencers, Christ Christian influencers in quote, determine how we should live our life, how modesty should look like, how we should eat, how we should sleep, how we should study, forgetting that we have the Holy Spirit within us, who is the all-moving spirit. The only time we remember the Holy Spirit is when we need money or when we want a sickness to be healed. We do not remember him for the mundane things or what we consider mundane things. Because to him, everything is important. As long as it concerns you, every single thing is important. From what you eat, to what you dress, to what you drink, to what you rub on your body. It matters to the Holy Spirit. It matters to your Father. It matters. But we have pushed everything aside. We have pushed him aside and we are allowing all these things... The thing is that a lot of us do not even have the discernment to know who are really of God. So far as this person says Jesus on their post, we follow. We don't go through their content to see exactly, to listen to one or two things. So far as the person is posting, you know, nice videos, you know, church, worship sessions in church, um, Bible camp or whatever. As long as that person has Jesus in their bio, you're following the person. Now, am I saying you should be suspicious of everybody, every Christian content creator you see? No, but you need discernment. Your discernment has to be sharpened so that when this person is a sheep, you will know this person is a wolf in sheep's clothing. You will be able to know. You won't fall prey. Because a lot of Believers have left the body of Christ because of church hurt, because of one pastor or one um, content creator they were looking up to that they literally idolized. Because if your sight is on Jesus, no man can make you fall. But these people were they were you were idolizing these people you saw on social media, and when they slipped, you slipped, and you now said there is no God because of a mere man. You forget that this person is a man, and daily, daily we have to seek the mercy of God so that we can be renewed. We are taught to renew our minds daily because we are human. We are not yet perfect. And on this side of eternity, we are human. We are not perfect. We are not perfect. We need discernment. Discernment is, it, it, a lot of us lack discernment. We do. We lack discernment and it's not good. 
you do not just take in everything you see on social media not everybody is a christian because you have this you see christian content creator does not mean this person has your goodwill at heart you think the end time is coming next year or next two years or next 500 years you lie because the signs are beginning to show the devil is already masquerading as light and if you do not have discernment to know the true light from light i'm sorry but you will fall you'll be for hard do you think the devil is happy that you are on the other side that you are now a believer that now you have legion of angels protecting you that you have god at your back He's not pleased about that. The moment you chose to follow Christ, the devil got upset and he became his target. So he's going to look for every means necessary to bring you back to him. Just like um, Salah Ram. <laughs> the Muslims will buy the Ram before Salah, like some months before Salah, and be taking care of this Ram, be feeding this Ram, feeding this Ram. This Ram will be getting big looking fresh salah will come they will kill the ram that is what the devil is doing to a lot of christians he will pull you from the flock and be feeding you with rubbish feeding you feeding you you'll be getting big the next thing he will cut off your neck and you will not be wondering god why it's not god why it's you why It is very, very important that we have discernment, especially in the coming years. It is very, very, very important. Discernment is totally relying on the Holy Spirit, not on human beings. The Holy Spirit. If you go online and you are watching a video and the Holy Spirit tells you, stop watching it, he knows what he is saying, stop. There's nothing wrong with you asking the Holy Spirit, should I watch this content? Should I listen to this person's sermon? There is nothing wrong with it. Absolutely. Because if you start believing that you know better than the Holy Spirit, that is that is the beginning of your downfall. That is if you're not even falling already. So I beg of you. I beg of you. We need to sit up. As Christians, we need to sit up, be bold about our faith, unapologetic about what we believe in. If the devil can be proud, his servants are proud, his children are proud, pushing his agenda, then you should do the same thing for your father because you know God is the real deal. He is the real deal. You know that what you carry now is the real deal. So please, I beg of you, please, please, Edjo, Biko, Biko, Edjo, Laho. I don't know how to say please in Aosa. Please take your relationship with God seriously. 
Become bold about your faith. Don't be shy to share what the Holy Spirit teaches you. We have social media as a blessing for this generation. Use it well. Use it well. Stand for your convictions. We all have, we are, we are, we all, um, sorry, we are all taught different things at different seasons. What the Holy Spirit is teaching me may not be what he is teaching you. It could be the same, may not be the same. And that's fine. What is important is that you are able to know when it is the Holy Spirit talking to you and when it is you talking to yourself, when it is the devil talking to you, when it is the world talking to you. Discernment is built over time. It is true trusting God. So I beg of you, do not water down your standards for any reason whatsoever. Let the Bible be your manual. Let it be your guide. Let the word of God be your guide, your manual for how you should live your life or how you should walk this Christian race, this journey, this beautiful journey. Be in the world but not of the world. It is very important. Let there be a difference between you let there be a difference between you and an unbeliever. Let it be seen through the way you act, the way you dress, the way you speak, that you are a child of God. Do not water down your standards. The Bible should be our standard. We should uphold what is written in our holy book. Let, it, let the fighting end. Let us stop fighting each other and honestly, Uphold what the Bible says. It is very, very important. Very, very important because the falsehood rising every day is crazy. And if you do not have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, you are liable to for victim of the schemes of the devil. So I beg of you, dear believer, build your relationship with God. Uphold the standards of our faith. And I pray that the Lord helps you. He gives you strength. Because for every task giving, there is grace made available. Wow, what an episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you did, please share your thoughts with us on our email, emmetpod at gmail.com. That is emmetpod at gmail.com. Do not forget to subscribe if you haven't. Share with your friends and family and please rate the podcast. Have an amazing weekend. See you next Thursday. Bye.